What up, witches? It's Sacred Rebels. Hey, everyone. So if you are new here, hi. My name is Erica Lane. I'm a spiritual coach who also reads astrological and human design charts. I'm also a Reiki master, a psychic medium, and I also read tarot. And I'm Claire, a psychic medium, spiritual life coach that does tarot, house cleanses, astrology, and I'm also a Reiki master. So welcome to our week ahead podcast where we go over the astrology, human design, and tarot for the upcoming week ahead. All right. So last week was that Pluto stuff. That was the big thing of last week, right? Yes. Uh, so I had some changes happen. I felt some shifts happening. So it's also, guys, just so you know, again, to kind of explain the weirdness of how we do this. So we're recording on Wednesday when we release the podcast on Monday. So last, this podcast that just got released on Monday was actually only a few days ago from where we are right now when we're recording this and both of us have a hard time with that because well I know I do for sure I'm like wait what uh but yeah so I know for a fact though in the last podcast we did not talk about what actually occurred with that Pluto Mars square that happened um and all the craziness in the world that erupted over that and everything um Yeah. So again, it's like, it's like a balancing act. Like that's what I really feel from like the whole community, you know, of last week, like of all these transits going on, it's like this balancing. Yeah. Libra. Yay. (laughs) Okay. It's like a transformative balancing, you know, like, like, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like people, people have to really do some kind of Phoenix move in order for this balance to come back. And I think we're seeing that play out in the greater world. Yeah. Like they're talking about uncomfortableness. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So talking about last week from the perspective of you guys watching this on Monday uh, and the solar eclipse, you know, is going to be happening Monday, the 16th, right? Yep. Yes. All right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, so as you guys are looking back, you're going to be like, what? The solar eclipse was probably the biggest part. Right. But again, it's yeah. still all, I, that's why I'm saying it's still all this balancing um, transformation that's taking place. Oh yes. Cause the solar eclipse is this weekend. Okay. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So let's, um, we already talked about the solar eclipse. We already kind of went over it, but just to kind of give a tiny bit of a recap, I think that the main thing is that it's a fucking solar eclipse. It's a, also a new moon. Um, that is such a weird feeling because it's like a full moon and a new moon. It feels unsteady. But it, like, and it's, it's just the new moon weird. on the south node, on the south right? Node, yes. Which and is shedding so and releasing. Weird. Yeah. Um, and it's Libra, so it's like it's balancing. It's a re- like a restoration of balance. And wow. yeah, Wow is right. This one just feel. I'm excited to see. I guess come Monday, how we all feel about about it. Yeah. I need to look up something really quick because of the vision that just happened in my head. Hang on. 
You're fine. Uh, well, you do that also just to kind of add, um, looking back on my notes from last week, we were just talking, I guess, about the major shedding, the major release of this whole thing. And also I remember us talking about the, that line of like, we're only taking practical, practical advice to really learn and understand. So I think that that's another big part of the balancing. It's like, how, how much am I, how much time am I spending researching something versus how much time am I spending applying it, right? Like actually doing something with it. Okay. So I just have to say this out loud because I think it's just because it's spooky season and I am all things Halloween and whatever, but I saw this whole vision of like Freddy Krueger. Okay. Yeah. I say that weird, but his, like he, his, one of his things is that he can regenerate. And um, yeah, I, the thing that I am envisioning is that we all are like Freddy Krueger right now where we're like, okay, we have been through some shit. You can see it. You can see that we've been through some shit. We've shown our ass on some things, which is the burns on his face and blah, blah, blah. But we just might have had like our arm cut off, but it, it's growing back. We're doing okay, but it I, we're struggling. When we go into fantasy land and dreamland and we got the power. <laughs> and this is that Pisces somehow. I think that that's going to tie in with this week somehow. It, it does. I mean, there's okay. some, yeah, it does. It's still Neptune and Saturn stuff going on, but yeah. that's actually where, where you caught me with that whole thing you just said is that like, I guess it's like that again, what we've talked about in the past of that delusion versus that dream, yeah. you know, like, mm -hmm. like, again, is it like a delusion or is it a dream? Uh, and we can totally bring that up again with also yeah. this Mars squares Pluto thing that happened um we're just like in a world right now where nothing makes fucking sense mm -hmm. and and nothing is true like truth is a very rare commodity right mm. now so what is your reality going to be that's what yes right so like when you're thinking about regenerating that new arm mm -hmm. are you I guess to me, when I think of imaginative, I'm thinking like higher, like I'm looking for my higher self, like I'm going to grow the highest version of this arm I possibly could versus the delusion, which is usually you, your own ego just tripping you up with desires. So that would be like you saying like, oh, well, I like, I don't care if it's the high, highest version of my own arm. I just want a really sexy arm, you know, because that'll get me a lot of attention. So, you know, like kind of see the difference. Huh. Okay. I just think people don't think about it like that in the sense of just like, mm, like, is it for your growth or is it for your comfort? Maybe that's it. We're always going to want to be comfortable though. I mean, it's speaking from a person, human design, whatever, who has no fears, whatever. I like to be challenged I like to be scared I like to all like I like to be uncomfortable that's a part of me Scorpio energy whatever that's it is a part of me but as a human 
we're always going to try to be comfortable. And if you fuck up and get your arm cut off, it's okay. It'll grow back. Don't give up. Okay. So, <laughs> so when we are looking forward into this week, which is going to be the recovery period of this whole solar eclipse that's going on. The first thing that we're going to get to is when we wake up on Monday, the moon is still going to be in Scorpio and it's going to make an opposition to Jupiter in Taurus and then Uranus in Taurus. So funny enough, we're, we're feeling out this Scorpio Taurus axis axis already. Like as we were just talking about that, that like comfort versus uncomfort. And of course now my mind just wants to go back to that again. I think that I think that comfort and growth can coexist, I guess is what I Oh yeah. Say. Yes, for sure. It's again the waves. And I also think that comfort <clears throat> is a lot about just being comfortable in your own skin. So like mm-hmm. again, like if you were growing, if you were regenerating and you're envisioning what you're going to regenerate, like, again, is it going to be like, I am envisioning the highest version of myself, or I'm envisioning the most sexiest, appealing, likable version that that I think everyone else will. Oh, like. okay. Because that's comfortable. So if everybody your... loves you, that's super comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. It's not comfortable when people don't. Don't okay. always love I see where you're you know going I mean? with that. Yeah. So yeah. there needs to be a let's make sure we take the ego out of this and let's make sure that we kind of stay more open and not mm. um so limited because saying like I want a sexy arm, that's so limited. What if you get like a fucking robot arm and it's like a big you, you become a billionaire because of it? <laughs> mm. No. <laughs> That's maybe also why, like, like when we talk about those arrows of human design and like you and I have talked about that because you have more of like a specific way of manifesting and I have more of a um, general way of manifesting, meaning that I'm like focusing on the feeling, right? So uh, mm. when I'm going towards like what I really want, I focus on what that would feel like. Like, I guess I fo- I don't focus on like, what is it that I really want? I focus on what is it that I really want to feel? And then when I really like dive into that, I have to like trust that the universe is going to like take care of the details for me. Yeah. So when you said like anything could happen, I literally like repeat that in my head all the time because I don't care like how it happens. I just know what feeling I'm aiming towards. Okay. Mm-hmm. but I guess I'm I'm also saying this because when you think of your psychology like I think of Scorpio is like the moon the Scorpio moon is literally like the emotional psychology like the things that trigger you mm-hmm. and that's why I think I'm bringing up the feeling thing because when it triggers you it's like you're feeling this unwanted feeling how on this day can you kind of reorient yourself towards the things that you really do want to be feeling Mm, yeah maybe you need to really just like you literally almost have to like stop yourself and be like knock it off we're not going to be thinking like this anymore 
or whatever and do it differently. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be awkward. It's going to feel weird, whatever, but do it differently. I've got this whole thing of like when you want to go down this psychological rabbit hole of like all of your triggers and traumas and shadows and all the things, uh, do like a thing with your senses to get yourself back to the moment, you know? So that yeah. way you can you can focus on that feeling that you're going towards, I guess, without getting like dragged backwards. Yeah. Maybe maybe bring a fidget thing that day. And then like that, that way you can be like, okay, I'm here. I'm here. I'm feeling this squishy little Frankie Frank. Here we go. You know? Yeah. I think that's important. Also, the sun is nearing its conjunction with the south node. Um, I think, again, that's why I'm feeling it. It's like we just got done with this solar eclipse. We're on like the high, like it feels like a high low at the same time, right? So we're like kind of like this. And then um, come Monday, there could be this pressure to kind of like go backwards. And I just, I guess I'm just saying, don't do that. Like, right? Like kind of like <laughs> anchor your anchor yourself into where you're going. Also, this conjunction Ooh. with the south node forms a yod between Neptune and Uranus, pointing. So it's like sun, south node together, teamed up with uh, Neptune and Uranus. So back to that, anything is possible. Back to that, is this a delusion or a trust? Like, is it trust or delusion? Ooh, is it trust or delusion? Are just, you, or, or are you delusional about what you're trusting? Ooh, yeah. I have to read this because you literally just said like all the lyrics to this and you had no idea. Um, this is the, this is the fuck chorus. Yeah. Um, this is high pressure low by against me. There's just no future left for us to dream of living in an era of instability. So caught up in the culture of their rivals, fear breeds in honest men. It's a high pressure low. What I really want to say about that is that that fear That fear so it sells. Fear sells. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And so bad vibes sell. Ugh. But I because guess that misery loves company. Right. And that's what I'm talking about with this. What are you trusting in? You yeah. know, like a lot of people completely trust in that fear that is getting manufactured and sold to them. And they buy it, they trust it, and it holds people captive to more and more suffering. Oh yeah, it's almost as if I um I I think I've said this before, but when there's any kind of thoughts that are. I guess I want to use the words like deliberately negative. 
because it's impossible to not have negative thoughts. It's impossible to not have doubts. It's impossible to, you know, like not have those thoughts. But if you are going to keep feeding the bad wolf, it literally calcifies. Like it's almost, it takes Mm. form and Mm -hmm. it takes up energetic, physical space in your body somewhere. And like you said, that calcifies. Yeah, it literally is like building a brick wall around you to where once you get stuck in it, you can't see what's outside of it. And then you're just completely, you're just completely a victim of your box. But like, I also mm-hmm. think a big thing that this is pointing me towards. So also on this day, Black Moon Lilith conjuncts Venus th- in Virgo. And this happened, this happened in Leo. I can't remember exactly when, but um, I feel okay. like there's some significance to that too on this day, right? Because like Venus is our values and uh like money, job, partnerships, love, like all of these like good things that you want, you know, these things that you desire to have. Uh, And Lilith there is like, I like, I saw that transformation and like, I, I upped my bet, right? Like I upped my, my ante or whatever with this because hmm, it's like, it's like Venus is the wholesome horse girl and Lilith is the badass dominatrix that's like, I'm taking over. What I literally actually what I just saw was like Virgo as in like that 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 humble servant, right? Yeah. And uh Lilith as in like I am sick and fucking tired of all the humble servants getting outcasted, ignored. Um, like they're the ones that are getting silenced and quieted okay. while this propaganda of fear is just everywhere, everywhere. Okay. And, and Lilith is adding like this, like, like what you kind of also that, that again, that feminine warrior thing that mm-hmm. keeps, that keeps kind of coming back around, like, okay, humble people of the world, the real authentic light workers of the world. Like, step the fuck up. What are yeah. we doing? <laughs> yep. Like, I guess in that in that context, in that what context. What is Lilith in again? Virgo. Okay. In that context, it also, for some reason, I'm seeing a vision of, like, nurses. You know, like, how nurses... Nurses always come to my head for that, like, pinnacle service Virgo healer kind of energy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, or stay-at-home and nurses And nurses get shit on. That's the vision. Yeah, stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home moms get shit on. Mm-hmm. These, these roles get shit on, and I think it's time for us to stop letting people shit on us in those roles. Yeah. This dark feminine is rising. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's just all music that's today. I'm just gonna stop. Okay. <laughs> so that's Monday. Um, Tuesday, October seventeenth, the the moon enters Sagittarius at around three p.m. And as soon as it does, it's gonna make a square to Saturn. So this is like a mutable square. Um. Saturn is at zero degrees of Pisces. Um, 
I also feel that with this Virgo opposition to the Neptune energy, like again, this like pressure to really be embodying your values. Uh, and with that on, on Tuesday, you might realize like, oh, okay, well, like, I think I need to gain some more experience in like, I need to actually be applying it. Like, again, we're going to be practical. We're taking practical advice. We're actually like applying things in our life. And so maybe part of that practicality is realizing like, ah, I like, I'm trying to think of like, think of like a moral or a belief that someone can have. You have to be a virgin until you're married. Did I just fuck everything up? I don't know. That was the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. So you have this belief that you have to be a virgin until when? You're married. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So you have to be a virgin until you're married. That's your value. That's your um belief. And so this transit comes along and you're like, maybe I need to like test this, you know, like maybe I need to go out there and like meet some women and see if I really do believe that, like, see if it, if it's like something that I believe in after I like actually put it to the test. Like, can I date this girl and not fall into the trap of having sex with her? Is this a logical belief to have, right? Like you're actually putting it to the test or you're not, that's the square, right? So it's that struggle. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're either, you're either actually using it to catapult you or you're like, I don't want to try it out. I don't want to test it. I'm, I'm scared. Yeah. Right. So it's almost like challenge your challenge yourself with that box we talked about. Like, can I open this up a bit? Can I like open my mind to this possibility that maybe my belief isn't the most practical or the most logical belief to have? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Then also at this point, the sun is in exact conjunction with the south node. So way like back to just this, like there's this shedding process going on for sure. But um, there's also, like I said, it's like it could be this egoic pull to resort back in your old ways to go backwards. And in this Libra energy, and it's that gate 32 that we talked about a little bit about in this podcast. So it's that... Uh, is this like will I fail like I'm gonna get pulled back because I might fail so I might as well just not even try okay <clears throat> excuse me like a lot of ego feel and also and that fear of failure yeah too that people pleasing thing too because it's actually that pressure to not fail others like I said it comes from that tribal thing so it's like mm. like I said it's like it's it comes from that like ancient fear that we had of being ostracized from our tribe when we tried to go against the status quo which is a lot wrapped up into this too so like you go against the status quo the tribe might say okay hey, you're like kind of like the witch trials right like they tried to go against their tribe in one way or the other. And so they were like, you know, hung for that. Like they were yeah. killed for that. They were mm -hmm. abandoned for that. So that's what this fear of failure is tied is tied into. It's the fear that like people will abandon you. People will not like you. You'll end up alone. Like, You'll you know, fail. Mm -hmm. so it's a big one. And yeah, and this doesn't feel comfortable like that. Those are big triggers for people. And a lot of this world is boomers. 
and none of them know their emotions. That's not true. Some do, but a lot don't. So we need to have that acknowledgement that there could be some baby fits happening. Yeah. Ah. Also, as this is happening, Mercury is getting close to the sun. And so, you know, the whole thing that goes on with these planets nearing and the whole Kazemi idea is that when a planet is getting close to the sun, the sun actually outshines that planet. And so the planet is like called muted, right? Like it's not oh. as, it's not as vocal. It's not as like felt. But then once the planet reaches that Kazemi, that like conjunction with the sun, then it's amplified. The sun amplifies it. Uh, so we're going to be feeling that out throughout this week as well. And that's Mercury in and the sun. Libra. Correct. Okay, I'm just making sure. Uh, and again, like literally right after a solar eclipse, like this right. is this is explosive. <laughs> like, let's be real. If you have if you have big Libra placements in your chart, or know someone in your life that has big Libra placements, when they are unbalanced, <laughs> it's not fun. It's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how else to say it. Like, I, I never, it's literally in my head, the thing that I want to almost resort it to, and this is crazy, and I hate that I'm saying this, but I don't know how else to describe it analogy-wise. So being um in the rehab, when I was a supervisor for the drug and alcohol rehab, you had to have two things wrong with you mentally and I believe two addictions to be qualified to be in there so I saw so many different kinds of mental stuff you know and I learned how to put people in boxes when it comes to like okay that's bipolar okay that's borderline personality disorder okay that's blah, 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 you know whatever um this feel when a Libra is on balance is like a traumatic brain injury no fucking clue what's gonna happen no clue. Nothing makes sense. Peace was never an option. Because mm. everything else, besides a little bit of borderline personality disorder, sometimes those ones are real unpredictable, but traumatic brain injury, 100% unpredictable. Like, something fucked with their brain. They're not okay, you know? Well, I would say... So, like, again, I think there's a difference between being a Libra rising or a Libra sun or a Libra right. moon. I'm a Libra rising. So I feel like I can say that other Libra risings, like, we're looking at balance from more of, like, a different areas of our life because, it, mm -hmm. you know, it's our whole, like, chart, right? As where, like, a Libra sun is more like, that's why you always see, like, that stereotypical Libra sun is that, like, you know, really, really focused on, like, what everyone else thinks about them because it's their ego that's trying to be balanced as we're like a libra moon is the one where it's like if their emotions are imbalanced they're going to be like emotionally uh extreme right trying to like 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 because they're trying to go to the other extreme to to like bring that emotion back into balance again um 
but the way that I kind of feel it is like, that's why I guess like what you said, it's like a traumatic brain injury because (laughs) the mind starts to panic and overthink trying to find the thing, the thing that is going to bring balance back again. Yeah. Take, put everything into homeostasis. Mm -hmm. And that's like also why I went off on that whole tangent in the last podcast about this exquisite, beautiful balance of the universe, because that was something that really helped me to cope with that. Because I think an unawakened, um, Libra, like somebody, a Libra who's like really stuck in the matrix of everything feels the pressure to balance everything. It doesn't, it's like, it has a hard time kind of letting the universe like trusting, trusting too. It's like, yeah, you got this. You'll balance this out. I've got faith, right? Like, no, Libra feels like I got to balance everything by myself (laughs) or no one will like me. Uh, It's intense. So yeah, yeah, I think that, and then with this Mercury getting closer to the sun, it's going to make you feel like you, like, I see it as like that ego, that wanting everyone to like you really outshines your ability to um, speak in a, speak from your perspective, like your own perspective. Instead, you're just kind of like, they oh, would like this. Customer so service that. voice. Yes. Ugh. Yes. Okay, so, I mean, perfect for spooky season. Let's put on our masks. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, but watch that, because, again, that's the thing trying to drag you back. Yeah. So maybe you can't say it, but, fuck, like, I don't, what humans, it sucks, like, it sucks that, like, there's this whole, talk about, like, status quo. There's this whole, like, art of communication. It's, like, these socially acceptable ways of communicating. And so a lot of times you you get this pressure to like communicate when you probably really shouldn't be, you know, like maybe you should just walk away and not say anything. Ah. So the wise old saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And if somebody doesn't have anything nice to say to you, don't say anything, just walk, walk away. away. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. to take in there. Not Speaking nice of practical either. advice, guys, like that's some yeah. practical ass advice. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so Wednesday, October 18th. So the moon is still in Sagittarius. At this point, it starts to square Venus in Virgo. More mutable squares. Uh, like, you know, that's all, it's all go with the flow energy, but it's a little bit all over the place. And mm-hmm. we're trying to like maybe to maybe like go on these adventures to feel out our beliefs and everything. But then we're, we're worried about how this is in service to others. We're worried about uh, our health. And also I want to say like our alone time, right? Cause like to have this adventuring spirit, you got to get out there. You got like, again, it's like these applying these things. You got to get out there. You got to have conversations. You got to apply these things. And maybe this other side of you squaring this is like, I would really just like rather be home and like clean my house and make a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. 
So that's something to be thinking about, because I think when it comes to us really embodying these beliefs that we're talking about, being like a role model in the world, we have to get out there. We have to let people see us. We have to see others. So that way we have to allow others to like challenge our beliefs. We have to connect to others. Like back to this whole situation going on in the world. Um, if all you do is sit at home and watch the news, how are you ever going to know that there's 20 other sides to the story? The only way you're going to know that is by getting out there and talking to people, uh, by, by actually applying it, you know, like, like I think of that even with like people who do, um, who do like charity, I guess, right? Like maybe they have this belief that like no one, like no human should starve, that like every human has the right to food. And so a good example of this are like the people who believe that and you see them also dedicating their time and money and traveling to these other countries and feeding these poor nations and treating them as humans and giving them compassion and empathy, right? So like, in order to do that, we have to get out of our box and actually go out there and do this stuff. And that's going to be whatever way it is for you. Yeah. It's a really uh, like what, what lights your fire feel. No, nah, I feel like it's more <laughs> like, I feel like because of the whole Pisces Good thing, I feel like it's what you deeply feel. Like it's something mm. you deeply feel. It's still very emotion based in my opinion. Oh. It's okay. like the, and it's also like the things you, like you feel passionate about it, but you only feel passionate about it because it evokes a very strong emotion within you of empathy. Okay. So me doing what I normally do and applying this to my life and shitting it all out on the fucking podcast. Um, this, <laughs> what I'm thinking is like my, my oh I okay here it went deeper my love now realizing that I'm saying it out loud slash training to fully a hundred percent figure out a human being like scientific wise you know you know what I mean like that's <clears throat> that is literally like I remember I have memories from like third grade where my teacher Miss Campbell and her name was Miss Campbell she was the fucking cutest oh she was so cute but um she told me she was like you just talk to everyone but I was like because I want to know everyone I want to learn I've always thought that every single human being is going to teach me something. You Why know, did I just that, go off on that tangent? Did that mean I, anything? Yeah, it was beautiful. In my okay, opinion, good. I think that this is what attracted us to each other. So just a little inside scoop for you guys watching. Um, both Claire and I have a one, three profile. So that means that we're, we're learning and taking in a lot of information and then we're also like applying it and experimenting with it and trial and error and like doing a little, we're basically the whole motto of like fuck around and find out. <laughs> but then Claire's life's work is, is uh 19, which has a lot to do with set. Like it's, she's sensitive to others. 
she's sensitive to what other people need and how they feel. And I am 13, which is empathy. I am listening and put like literally putting myself in their shoes though. Yeah. I'm like putting myself in their shoes and being like, this is what it would be like to be you. And both of us are doing that in a very like, like, like a sciencey kind of way where we're applying this information we find out. That and that's so why we're always sense. like trying to come up with the next me and her are always trying to come up with the next, like most efficient way to help others based mm-hmm. on the information we have collected and tested. Mm-hmm. Like we've collected, yep. we've tested. And that's why we're using this with our clients. Cause we fucking care, you know? And I've been doing it since I've been fucking way before third grade. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Same. same. <laughs> I've been we've learning been doing it our whole birth. life. Yeah. Yeah so yeah that was, they, that was I wish that people did like like okay I'm, I know I just like sounded like I had a stroke so let me take a moment okay I wish that people could literally see the value of let's just say experience uh yeah because experience with humans, experience with travel, experience with anything, loss, death, see applied knowledge, everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, again, that's what I was referring oh, that, to. We, it's like, we talked yeah. about this yesterday a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, when, it's like, you can sit and read a book all day long, but you're not going to really know until you get the fuck out there and apply this book wow. in real life, right? Like, try it out. <laughs> yeah. And that's been something that has, like, really been hitting me lately of, like, like, just fucking try it. Just fucking do it. You know? Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. I watched the whole thing. There was a TikTok about him the other day where he was talking about, like, the love of his life. I might have sent it. It was so fucking long. Did I send it to you? Oh, wait, that does sound vaguely familiar. And he was just, yeah, whatever. Anyways, sometimes his energy just randomly pops up. That's that (laughs) compassion, right? Like that, he he feels, he feels, man. Yeah. What is his fucking chart? See, this is, this is something that eventually, somehow we're going to do this in real life. But Yeah, we're going to get Shia LaBeouf on this podcast. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um. But I love nerding out about other people's fucking. That's exactly that's what we were talking the same about. Same thing, yeah. And that's why we work together because we love yeah. doing this, and so we're like, why not do it together? <laughs> yep, it's so much easier, so much more fun. We went to, we did a medium party last night, and um, I was fucking dragon ass today at Witchy Wednesday, but I had a good time, and I didn't drag ass. Um, I rocked it. Uh. He has an Aquarius rising. Mm. Ooh, I like that you brought up the Aquarius, the Aquarius aspect of all of this, because that's coming later on in the week. But Aquarius is a really good example of what I'm talking about with that deep, like that deep passion of like helping others of like humanity, because Aquarius is like, I can see Aquarius is literally like obsessed with utopia. That's why it's so passionate. Ah. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to stop until we're there, you know? Yep. Until there's no more children starving in the world. Stuff like that. Yeah, those, those are all the cops. good heroes. Those are all the good movies. 
<sighs> I don't remember what I was talking about before. Oh, well, keep going. What are we, where are we? We were talking about Shia LaBeouf. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Back on track. Okay. The sun passes the south node. So again, it's just still revealing out the south node because as soon as the sun passes the south node, then Mercury conjuncts the south node, you know, trailing shortly behind the sun here. Uh, and at this, also on the same day, the moon makes a trine to Chiron. So we're still really feeling this Aries-Libra axis very strongly. So we're still like, like doing the shedding prep process like literally throughout this whole week. And again, I guess I'm just going to say the same thing again. It just feels like a lot of like, you could go back to old patterns. Oh, that sucks. There's, there's going to be this strong pull of like, but be I feel strong, like, guys. I feel like you can be like, I feel like the thing is though, guys, is that we're aware of this, right? That's our superpower. The fact that we're aware of it, we can be like, nope, that's trying to pull me back. Like, you know, and then yeah. figure out how to stay grounded. Like I said earlier, we're going to have to be like, no, Claire, no, don't do that. And we have to go do something different. You know, keep yourself in line to have a fucking rubber band, whatever you need to do. Write on your mirror, write a post-it note in your car. You have to get through this. You can't go back. Ooh, that was deep. Sorry. Yeah, it was. I'm also <laughs> feeling like a lot for myself. Like I'm already kind of thinking in my head of just like, I'm going to try to like not talk as much that day. What day is I it? have um, Wednesday. Oh, I feel like I'm going to like, I'm saying that because I feel like there's going to be a lot of just like pure ego going on, you know? So like, okay. We have a fucking concert that day, Erica. We have to talk to each other. And it's what you Wednesday. No, I don't mean like that. I mean like, like I'll still talk, obviously, but I'm just okay. saying I'm gonna, Keep I'm gonna consciously out of it. Yeah, I'm gonna, bit. well, I'm gonna consciously remember to just try to do more listening, so that way I can hmm. kind of like be like, oh, this is ego or not, you know, before I okay. open my mouth. Okay. Wednesday ego meter, got it. <laughs> And that moon trying Chiron, again, it's like going to have you be feeling, so you're going to be trying out these new beliefs, back to that again, but then you're also going to be like, I guess if you are trying out these new beliefs, you might be rewarded in such a way where you heal even more of your identity wounds, right? So like yeah. going back to like what Claire said, if your belief is that you have to be a virgin until you get married and then you decide, you know what, I'm going to date this girl. She thinks that you, she disagrees with this belief. Like she does not want to wait until we get married to have sex instead of just going like, nope. Um, and going back home, like I'm going to actually get out there and I'm going to go on this date and I'm going to see how this goes and like kind of put my beliefs to the test in conversation with her or whatever Fuck around and, and find out how it feels. It doesn't have to be all the way. Just feel. And then maybe in doing so, you realize like, ah, oh, this was actually a belief that comes from an identity wound that I feel like I'm unpure for having unpure thoughts. Thanks for this woman who I took the time to listen to. And now I have healed this identity wound and I have more compassion for myself. Oh. And I can throw this belief away because it's not logical or practical to my life. Yeah. Okay, Thursday, October 19th. 
So now Mercury has passed the south node and the moon is still in Sagittarius and it's towards the end of Sagittarius. So it's making that trine sextile aspect to the nodes while it's also squaring Neptune. Whew. So uh, back to these delusions, beliefs, this um, collective, like the collective shadow of delusion. The reason why so many people are so easily deluded is because, ooh, this literally just came to me. In order to trust in yourself and your own spiritual connection, you have to go through some shit. You have to put mm-hmm. in some work. You have to get out there and try these things out. You have to apply these things and that's how you shift and change your own beliefs and then the more that you do that the more that you trust yourself the more you're like I can do this like spirit's got me I've got this right and you really feel that connection but when you don't it's so much easier to just flip on the news and be like whatever this dude is saying on my tv right now I believe him yeah and then like I also had this whole rabbit hole so like with this whole conflict going on, as soon as I saw the news, my mind immediately was like, wait a second. And then I did this whole like chronological timeline backwards of like, well, this happened and this happened and this happened. And then my head was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, there's something going on here. Like this ain't right. You know, like there is something real shady about this. I know there is. And it's like, my brain was trying to crack this code. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wow, this is why we have such an issue with conspiracy theorists. Because, like, the the government is not transparent, you guys. Not at all. Not at <laughs> fucking all. Not at all. So when you, when you take what they say and you're like, wait a second, and you can't fill in these gaps because they're not filling in the gaps because they're not acting in integrity at all, then your mind wants to spiral and fill in those gaps for them. And that's where all these wild theories come out. And then you're on social media or on the TV and all you're seeing is the result of that, of all these wild theories about what the fuck is going on. And you're like, I don't know what to believe. Like this guy's saying this and that guy's saying that and the news guy is saying this. And it's like, that is the time that we are in right now. And the reason why we're in this time right now is so that way you do the work and take the time to trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's it. They're like the main thing that I want to say is the media. Everything is pinning us against each other. Um, everything about is is just it's bad juju. It's bad vibes. It's this person is wrong. This person is right. This is good. This is bad. Like. When you just are in your own energy, it's it's not. I don't even, I don't even know how to describe this. Like I almost want you to say what you said to me last night because I, um, I thought it was hilarious. We were driving on the way to the medium party, and is this what you've been talking about the whole time? Like what's been on the news or whatever is what you told me. Mm-hmm. What's going on. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. tell that fucking story from your perspective because. I oh I just that, that's too much I can do it okay but like yeah yeah because I don't know exactly what part oh. of that you mean but you know me I'll just tell the whole yeah. damn thing okay. so we were just driving and um she was like do you I don't know how it came up but she like out of nowhere was like do you know what's going on in the news something about Israel and I was like no 
I like I I had no idea what she was talking about. And I had realized in that moment, like I get my news from like this these two TikTok people and that's it. <laughs> like I just I don't I don't. And she had to tell me everything was going on with Israel and all this stuff. And the reason that I'm bringing this all up is because it's not a good thing to live in that delusion like I am and not know and be aware of what's going on because I can be sending good juju or helping or whatever, you know. But you I know, think that there's a part of me that's like, I don't, I don't want to suscept myself to that. That's not the right word, but whatever. Um, because I have an addictive personality and I could get addicted to fear. Oh, I literally had this whole epiphany this morning, actually, about that, about the Pisces collective shadow and um these crisis things happening that that like it's like also like a dehumanization thing like i said with that whole fear wow. sells this fear sells and it sells so easily that they can easily have you dehumanizing certain people that they want you to for their own agenda right that's the delusion that gets pulled over our eyes and it's so hard to, it's so hard in this day and age to be able to tell what is that and what is not um yeah. so what i'm saying too is like in order to really go into those collective shadows, you have to really feel that collective pain. Like Claire said, that fear comes from um, knowing, like being real, real with yourself and being like, I can't trust my government. This is fucked up. People are dying. People are starving. This is not okay. We need to do something about this, right? And that's where like that Aries energy is real. Like, as you know, that's why things are popping off. Like people are like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not mm -hmm. taking this shit anymore. And they're standing up, right? They're standing up for justice, Libra, right? That's going to be a big theme mm. for this coming couple of weeks too. It's like, we want justice. <sighs> but like what she said, sometimes when you go and you're like, okay, I'm going to feel it. I'm going to do that you can go like become addicted that get go down this rabbit hole next thing you know you've been watching 100 tiktoks and you're like yeah so um with that being said like from my standpoint i have a brother who works in the news industry yeah i have my boyfriend so i guess is, i say like i get my news from you because of your brother yeah <laughs> i'm like the middleman but um yeah. but the thing that i love about my brother is that one i guess one thing that we really have in common with this and we're both triple air people like it's that so it makes sense but like what happens with both of us is like we see something in the news and we immediately like look at all aspects we look at all the perspectives this person's saying this this person's saying that and then we even do it to each other like i'll go to him and i'll be like here's all the research i've compiled he's like okay well here's all the research i've compiled and then we'll even like debate about it for a while until we both finally go like aha okay here's our here's like our uh, conclusion, right? Like, here's what we think about all of this. Like, here's what's really going on. Um, I just want to say thank you to both of you because you guys enjoy, this is, goes back to that inner whatever passion. You enjoy doing that. And everything that you just said sounds like way too much fucking work and I would hate to do that. 
it, it feels that way to me too sometimes. But uh, the one thing about the balance between my brother and I as well is that he's very pessimistic and I'm very optimistic. Yeah. But I love that actually about us because that we find a really cool conclusion. Mm-hmm. It's like the most realistic one because it's like my like my my like over optimism like dreamer mentality gets grounded a little bit, yep. and his pessimism gets like motivated and inspired a little bit, and mm-hmm. so we find this place like in the middle. Uh, but it frustrates me at the same time because like here's me and my brother in in freaking you know hillbilly Nebraska, and we're able to do this like why aren't our leaders doing that and like that's one thing that even my brother is struggling with because when you work for the news industry and you see how biased it is yeah it's so so hard for the lead replacements right that's unbalanced having a bias is unbalanced as fuck we hate it it drives Mm -hmm. us crazy (sighs) okay yeah so (laughs) yeah another little tangent again (laughs) So also on Thursday in the moon, the or in the evening, the moon is going to enter Capricorn. And then we're going to have a, like, we're going to officially have the whole oh. Mercury sun Kazemi. This gives me major CEO vibes. Like Mercury and the sun amplified, like being able to communicate balance, communicate justice. Oof. Meanwhile, moon enters Capricorn seeing this like trajectory, this mountain that you're climbing, the the path to success, right? And is already looking like Freddy Krueger because it's Pluto is out of retrograde and came from hell, literally. Yep. <laughs> and that too. Whoa. Which and is also back to, to that application. Like... That's back to that application because I also look at it that way where like Pluto and retrograde is like, let me think about how I could change. Let me think about how I could transform. Let me think about like how I could look at things differently. Yep. And then when Pluto goes direct, it's like, "Hey, you doing it? Like yep. you, now, you, now you learned about and the it. Moon, like, are you the moon is there now. It? Yeah, everybody's teaming yeah. up. Like it's go time, baby. And it's like you know, I got these last few degrees. Like I'm thinking in like this Capricorn CEO voice is like, I got a lot like these last few degrees of this to finish up, and I I want to make sure it's the best damn three degrees I can yep. make it. You know, gonna milk it. <laughs> but that also is the same for the low vibe shit that means these structures and everything that are really getting transformed are going to have that same mentality of like i'm gonna milk it i'm gonna i'm gonna hold on like clawing my way to this yep. like you know that my precious energy right fucking scorpio yeah that's the boomers right oh, now oh yeah go away <laughs> <sighs> So, uh, they just need to let us take care of them. I think they're like, all right, just like, you guys go rest. You know, you're so old. Yeah. You just go rest. Let, we got it from here. We're good. Yeah. We're all grown up now. Um, Friday, October 20th. So the moon is still in Capricorn. And now this sun and Mercury conjunction is making its square to Pluto. So remember... Mm-hmm. After we had this Mars square Pluto, now we're going to have Sun-Mercury square Pluto. Um, so we're vocalizing and feeling fully and uh, embodying and speaking our change. Our confronting. Yeah. 
What day does the sun change? At the end. So Sunday is the last day of Libra season. I didn't even know that was like coming up. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> October's oh. flying by. Yeah. Um, Yikes. Awake the witch. I know. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So keep going. What's next? October is a wild month. So. Also, as this square to Pluto is happening, there's a grand shrine between the moon, Jupiter, and Venus that happens on this day while the moon is in Capricorn. This is, this is an Earth, an Earth trine. It is like, you know, when you said, like, we're speaking, I don't remember what you said, we're speaking something, speaking things into existence or whatever, yeah. where I see it too as like confronting things because of that whole justice aspect to everything could be like setting boundaries or whatever. But like we have the opportunity to stay to really like ground in a new reality, a new way of feeling, a new way of believing in abundance, a new way of being loved and giving love and um, sharing and changing our way, the way we view value and stuff. We have a chance here to really ground in a new reality when it comes to those things <clears throat> but we have to we have to be confronting these things to confront the things that we need to change that we need to transform in our life taking practical grounded action yep speak it into existence <clears throat> What like the first thing is oh my god I keep doing that. <laughs> um, the first thing that keeps coming to my mind is the what what is that saying? The first key to admitting that you I fucked it up. I already said the admit word. Admitting is the first key. The first step to whatever. To acceptance, or acceptance is admitting that you have a problem. That's the first step go. to recovery. Yes, that's that's the feeling where it's like we've already admitted we've been crying wolf for a while. We know we got a problem. We've been told we need to change. Now it is okay. I'm doing this different. Maybe some of you and some of us, whatever, need to ask for help. Maybe it is accountability. Maybe you like, hey, let's, I need to lose weight. Let's get a partner in this. Or I need to, whatever, you know, you can get help. That's fine. Codependent, it doesn't have to be codependent. I'm seeing it too as like it's a it's an emotional need to feel safe and secure. It is a um it is a practicality when it comes to abundance, like needing like needing to see it to believe it kind of thing. And then it's also wanting that to be in service of others right because like without that it could be that disconnect between like humbleness and greed again right like okay. I feel like we keep going back and forth between those polarities too so 
when I say grounded into reality, it could just be like, you know, I like, how can I feel feelings of safe and secure today? How can I reconnect with my values in the way in which I want to serve others? And then also, how can I connect in with like the physicalness of abundance? Like, Seeing it to believe it, maybe, maybe again, this goes back to you actually testing your shit, mm-hmm. right? Like if you have this limiting belief, test it, try mm-hmm. it, collect ev- evidence to the contrary, you know, mm-hmm. see it with your own eyes. Like for sure, that's how, like, especially while Jupiter's in Taurus, it's like, you know, I need to see that money when I see that money in my bank account then I can really um, like feel that feeling and like try to amplify it and make it bigger. And that's my way of manifesting. Right. Like, like it's very physical. Yeah. Putting on clothes that like make you feel fancy, that make you feel confident, listening to music that makes you feel confident, all that type of stuff. All right. So now we are on to Saturday, October 21st. The moon is still in Capricorn and Venus is still trying Jupiter. And in the evening, the moon will meet up with Pluto and it, and then it'll square the sun still as well. Right. So we're kind of just getting like the sun, Mercury, moon, Pluto still squaring off with each other. Um, we're going to feel that Pluto even more. Oh. <clears throat> what day are we on? Saturday. Okay. So this is toothpaste time for Libra right now. Yeah. And square to, to Pluto, right? So, like, again... That it's getting tooth- pushed off the plank. And that's really how, like, why everybody's freaking out about October, because with all the different shit going on, it really comes down to this giant pressure to, to transform, mm-hmm. to phoenix, to change, to yep. metamorphosis, like all the ways that we describe it. It's like, it's time for that line in the sand and I need to cross it. Have you ever seen? No. I'm not going to do it. Okay, keep going. <laughs> For some reason, I want to make you do it, but that's okay. Uh, I'm looking it up real quick. Hang on one second. Okay, good. Yeah, if I... Yeah. Okay, so... Have you ever seen the movie Dead Poet Society? Oh, yes, but not I'm not remembering it very vividly right now. <laughs> okay, so the biggest part of that movie is when the teacher stands up on the desk because this was taking place like a million years ago. And Robin oh Williams. God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, so the whole like her perspective thing that he was saying in that moment is that you need to be this book that they were reading or going over, whatever is telling that you need to be seeing the world from a different perspective, from a different point of view, Mm -hmm. you need to experience things. And he was like, 
And I had such an amazing um, time with that because my teacher, when I was, I don't know what that noise was, um, when I was in high school, he literally would get up on the desk and like, he was very, like, I remember like, okay, this is a big deal. This is, you know, like he made it passionate. He made it, he made us listen. He made us feel and I that's think the that high that's side of, Le of Libra. Leo. Yeah. I oh, see what? it as Leo. Yeah. Um, but I could see how that could be intermingled a bit there with uh, the roles and perspective shift. But then I guess like the passion and the creativity as well of like. But think of it as I'm so sorry. I'm totally interrupting you right now because I'm looking at it from Fine. the perspective of the toothpaste time of this Libra South node squaring to Pluto getting up on that desk and like, God damn it. Listen to me. You know, like that is, that's Ooh. the point where a lot of people are going to get to and Libras don't do that. Libras don't make a scene. Don't cause uncomfort for other people. Don't speak up and we had Mars and Libra and now it's in Scorpio and we're at the toothpaste time and we are ring. Oh, it's going to feel powerful. And like it's you, Libra, it's bougie. It's going to be like, look at me. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Like you said about that, like Libra when they're out of balance, right? Yeah. Um, that's the way I've described it in the past is like Libra will try so hard to have harmony in its environment that it will sacrifice, it, sacrifice its own yeah. inner balance to keep that homeostasis. And that's why like a Libra is the type of person that you can push and push and push mm -hmm. and push until that balance gets too far gone within them. Then it comes out very explosively. And you're right. When a Libra jumps on the desk and starts screaming, everyone is like, what the fuck? Cause they don't see yep. Libra do that very often. Yes. So when Libra does, it's like, holy shit. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is totally this type of energy going on. 100%. Yes. I think too, though, that it's like, I guess the part I'm trying to stress with it, though, is to really try to get in touch with the root of that, right? Like, yeah. so that way it's not surface level. Because I guess what I'm trying Dramatic to say is going to be a lot of... brain injury feel, like not yeah, crazy. Whole, <laughs> right. And there's also, I think, just going to be like a lot of surface level spats, you yeah. know? Like, oh, yeah. like there's going to be a lot of just like... Pluto. Yeah. It's Pluto. It's uncomfortable. And it's Pluto. And it's ego. And it's, you mm -hmm. know, the speaking and arguing. Like, dude, actually, Mercury in fucking Libra is like so oh, fucking. Debate. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But, but, but that's the thing that I think about a lot with my own Libra energy this ability to be like yeah I see this perspective and I yeah I also see this perspective and like I was literally in debate in high school and that was what, what made me good at debate because no matter no matter what side I was taking and no matter what side was opposing me I could easily see their side so I would be like here's all the points that they're gonna make so I already know my points and I was so objective about it you know and that's why that's why I won a lot of debates because I totally had my emotion out of it. I already knew what they were going to say. 
So I already had rebuttals to everything that they were going to say. And that's massive, like me, like Mercury Libra energy going yeah. on with this stuff that I'm talking about. But the problem is, is that then you never take a stand for anything. You're not anchored into anything. You know, that's something I really struggle with a lot because I, since I can see these perspectives and I'm trying to stay objected to it, then a lot of the times I have to ask myself like, okay, but what do you feel about this? What do you really like? Like Erica, you have to like anchor into something here. You can't just take all sides, you know? And that's like what you said about peace was never an option. Like peace was never an option. Take a fucking side, you know, figure out what your cause is. And I don't mean this surface. And that's why I'm saying surface level because the surface level is trying to distract you of like take, take Republican side or Democrat right. side, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm saying take the side of your own spiritual principles, values, beliefs. Mm -hmm. figure your fucking self out who cares about well yes we should care about what's going on but like it's so much deeper than that <laughs> yeah because then that's what the world is really trying to get you guys to do right now yeah. is take a side and you know that's something like Hit i guess probably other. yeah fight probably argue. a lot yep. of probably a lot of Libras can relate to this. Like when it comes to like the Republican Democrats, like I'm always like, I can see this side, I can see that side. So I always like end up taking some position somewhere in the middle. Um, But lately I'm looking at it more like, you know, like let's say I'm like, my principle is that every human should have the right to have all their basic survivals met. Then when we think of this whole conflict going on right now, I'm not going to pick a side. I'm not standing for this or that. I'm standing for human fucking rights. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's my anchor. That's what I'm standing up on the desk for. That's all I was trying to say with that. Good job. So, um, Sunday, October 22nd. So now the moon is in Aquarius. We're going to detach. We're going to oh. see things from a... From and a then problem. the sun okay. moves into Scorpio. Well, the sun will move into Scorpio on Monday, technically. So it's oh, the last okay. day of Libra season. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> So, um, yeah, but Mercury enters Scorpio on this day. Oh, fuck. And as soon as it does, it makes this trying to Saturn, you know, because Saturn's at zero degrees of, so it's basically doing the same thing that Mars did. Um, so everything, like, of the last week that you felt the anger of, now this week you can really start to use yeah. your voice. Yeah. To, to use your voice to stand up for yourself, you know, mm -hmm. do the justice thing, <clears throat> have that, have that desk to stand on. And then also mm -hmm. um, the sun is still square to Pluto and Venus is still trying to Jupiter and the moon is also squaring Mars. And then the moon squares Jupiter and it's the last day Jesus of Libra season. Go to bed. What day is this? Do I have anything to Sunday. do on that day? Sunday. Yeah. Sunday the 22nd. Oh, me suk is... Oh, whatever. Okay. <sighs> Guys, this week is a lot. When Mercury enters um, Scorpio 2 and trying Saturn, I also just feel like you might just, like, cry. Like, just, like, cry about the the society. pressure <laughs> and society yeah like all of the like hurt and pain of others Ooh. and 
like you'll be able to like express it right like I feel like you're gonna be kind of like holding on to it and then like as soon as Mercury goes into Scorpio on Sunday you're just gonna be like ah. okay let's get into the tarot <laughs> all right first one is the six of ghosts me um this is another one i didn't look up i don't know why i always forget that i am so sorry hang on one second it's because i always use different things but i don't know what ghosts are <laughs> It's not in here. What's happening? I'm so sorry. You're going to have to probably. Here, here we go. Okay. So cups. That's what I was thinking. <clears throat> so six of cups. A sentimental walk down memory lane. Huh. A discovery about the past or a meeting with a childhood acquaintance. A gift from an admirer or an inheritance. Okay, I'm going to look up the real thing because I love that, but it's not enough for me. Um, okay, here we go. You have found a place within, hang on, Six of Cups, yeah. You have found a place within to nurture the love that is always residing there. That was always residing there. And through offering this love freely, it has been reflected back to you in plenty. In loving embrace, you share your sacred space with those that you care for. This loving embrace is intimate and gentle, uplifting and delightful. And this is ruled by Scorpio. So this is uncomfortable, unconditional love warts and all and there's reward we're feeling a reward like that's literally that what that vulnerable card says. love too yep okay <clears throat> this was this fucking spread was weird today um i pulled this out again and it's the divination where it's like figure out what it is that you do to connect to your craft we pulled it last week um and then uh, the next one is silence. So, and this is the seasons of the witch Samhain. Uh, okay, <clears throat> excuse me. The world moves at such an alarming rate. Sitting inside of coffee shops, I can hear sirens, cars, construction, people talking and moving. I find myself seeking the quiet dawn when the earth is still and muted. There is a presence in the silence. There is a space to fill with the sound of your voice and the beat of your heart. This is a space where all of creation is free to roam wild. Stillness is the presence of nothing and the potential for everything. A witch knows that she must take time to find the stillness. It's within nothingness that creation is born. One must be still to hear. One must be still to receive the subtle messages left for us to find. Spirit needs your attention for a few moments to guide you on your path. If silence has paused your spread, take this opportunity to be still. This card is a reminder to spend time each day to clear your mind 
And the answer to your question will come when you stop searching, allowing the situation to be presented to you. There is no need to rush in this situation, even if you think that you must. Remove your expectations of the situation that you're inquiring about and give up the silence. Give up to the silence, the nothingness. Spirit will take your query and answer when it, the time is right. Okay, so, and then we got the divination card with that. So in your time of silence, in your time of that, you need to be tapping into inside of you, into your spiritual, your own personal spiritual connection. That was mm -hmm. a really deep, beautiful card. Yeah, it is so crazy because like I literally had that feeling of just like, they're like you should just not talk and like listen you yeah. should really see like what other people and I think that that's why because you're going to really be learning the lessons of like how like if you'll see if you shut the fuck up and really listen on this day <laughs> you're going to plainly see outside of you of how much shit is controlled by ego and then you're yeah. going to really be able to get that clarity about this delusion yeah. right like oh oh that's what's really going on are you getting emotional about this I don't like all of a sudden my head got kind of like oh. stuffy feeling. Though. I thought I was like, oh my God, Erica, are you crying? <laughs> no, no, I don't feel emotional. It's just weird physical yeah. feelings. Okay. Okay. This card came up again and it's the fame uh, and it's the boundaries card. And then I was like, we already got this recently. I put it back and it fucking came out again. So I was like, fine. So the, it's just screaming at us right now. So here we go. Get to the point and draw the line. A thamey appears as a warning sign. Attention claimed, now cut those ties. Focus returned, now you shall rise. The magic is work with harm to none, so mote it be, there it is done. Okay, your intentions have been rather hazy as of late. Nor are you giving the right signals about who and what you are. In fact, do you actually even know who you are at this very moment? Wow. It is time to finally focus and get to the point. You cannot expect to be taken seriously if you have not set your boundaries. For by not doing so, you will find that others cross that line by taking advantage of you, not respecting either your space or you. Your natural energy is being drained drawing your attention unnecessarily to others instead of what is really important. A thamey offers to cut ties with those who no longer serve your highest purpose. That doesn't necessarily mean that you will banish these people from your life, only that you won't be taking on the energetic demands which are drawing you away from your true pur purpose. Mentally, ask the power of a thamey to cut these cords, and in perfect love and perfect trust, your vanity and focus will return. <sighs> so the foresight, it says you're being diverted from your path. Focus on what's truly important. Honor your beliefs and yourself. Don't give in to the superficial demands of others. <laughs> Set clear boundaries. You would benefit from an energy healing. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, that's that's literally what I feel like is this whole week. And I think that these cards are coming back up because this week is literally going to be a continuation of that solar eclipse. It's going to be like, you're going to just be in that energy of shedding that all week long, right? Yeah. 
Okay. So the rune that came out, and I did it with the runes too, because I was like, fuck, I don't like this one, because it's the fucking just blank one. There's nothing on it. There's no fucking rune. It's the blank one. And I put it back, and I got it again. So I was like, God damn it. Oh, I was going to stop saying those words. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. But this is, and then I looked it up, and I was like, okay. And I saw the name, and I was like, okay. So this is the blank rune, the unknowable, the god Odin. Blank is the end. Blank is the beginning. This is the rune of total trust and should be taking, taken as an exciting evidence of your most immediate contact with your own true de destiny, which time and time again rises like the phoenix from the ashes of what we call fate. The blank rune can portend a death, but that death is usually symbolic. It may relate to a part of your life that you are living it now. Relinquishing control is the ultimate challenge for the spiritual warrior. Here, the unknowable informs you that it is in motion in your life. And in that blankness that is held, the undiluted potential and at the same time, both pregnant and empty. It comprehends the totality of being, all that it is to be actualized. And if, indeed, there are matters hidden by the gods, you need to only remember what beckons us, what beckons is the creative power of the unknown. Drawing the blank rune brings to the surface your deepest fears. Will I fail? Will I be abandoned? Whoa. Will it all be taken away? Oh, my God. And yet your highest good, your truest possibilities and all of your fertile dreams are held within that blankness. <sighs> Willingness and permitting are what this rune requires. Willingness and permitting. Allowing, like, allow. Like, also, one thing yeah. that really popped up into my head with this was, like, I had this whole thought about... uh like, let's say I have all these clothes I don't wear anymore. Like, okay. me keeping those clothes in my closet is, like, holding that space. If I were to mm -hmm. take those clothes and take them and donate them, I'm leaving this empty space to where the universe can bring me new clothes that I will actually mm -hmm. wear, that I do actually fit into, yep. right? It's that concept. It's like you can't – the universe – like, if you, it's like if you're already full, if you're already full, the universe isn't going to feed you. You mm -hmm. know, like, you have to – and that goes you with your make emotions, space too. Right. So if you're like so used to always feeling a certain way and you take that feeling away, again, this is like that identity crisis that was even brought up within this. It's like, and that makes you want to revert to old ways because you're like, there's nothing to eat, but I could go eat what I already know. You know, I could fill myself up on all the shit I already know. That's what I meant by that comfort. Or you could be like, nah, I'm going to sit here with the uncomfort of having an empty belly because then the universe is going to give me something new to eat. And that's what I want. Like that sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to keep going. Willingness and permitting oh, are what this rune requires for how can you exercise control over what is not yet in form. The blank rune often calls for no less than an act of courage than the empty handed leap into the void. Drawing it is a direct test of faith. The blank rune represents the path of karma the sum total of your actions and all of their consequences. At the same time, this rune teaches that the very depths of old karma shift and evolve as you shift and evolve. 
Nothing is predestined. The obstacles of your past can become the gateways that lead to new beginnings. Whenever you draw the blank rune, take heart. Know that the work of self-change is progressing in your life. <gasps> like that was so much. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So guys, this is a lot. Um, so whatever the main th- I think I gotta fucking read this divination. Because this is the thing that is gonna help people. And if you didn't read you didn't watch last week, so I'm helping you out right now. So fucking listen. Okay. <clears throat> this is how you're gonna like get out of this. Cards, tea leaves, coffee, clouds, candlelight, flowers. There are dozens of ways to embrace the art of divination, a practice used to seek guidance from the divine and a part of a witch's toolkit for centuries. It's a beautiful practice that can help you see beyond what is immediately in front of you. It can show hidden dangers and gifts and provide new ideas and shut down old ones. Divination is a way to seek the advice of the powers that be while also showing hidden dangers and truths. If you have pulled the divination, you are being asked to explore your ability to receive guidance from the earth and the divine. Now is the time to go deeper into your practice and you must learn to trust your own ability to feel your way into messages as well as your ability to interpret them. This card also means that there is a need to take more time to reflect. It can be easy to get lost in the day-to-day without taking some time to process everything that you've been through. Something as simple as just pulling a a single card every day, either in the morning or in the evening, that can help you make a sense of the events that are around you. It can help you to see things that you overlooked or considered or something that you would never have otherwise. So I didn't, okay, so there are other forms of divination to try. Um, Automatic writing, which is writing and drawing messages to receive from the spirit realm. Bone reading, if you feel interested, look that up. Candle readings, dreams, flower and herb divination. So drawing a flower that resonates with you and divining the characteristics, noticing, noting the day of the week in which you saw a flower. Wow. So there's so much. So numerology, palmistry, runes, scrining. I mean, I would think animals has got to be in here, too, because that's the same thing as the flower thing for me. Like if an animal yeah, shows like see, up. Seeing animals mm-hmm. or numbers. I saw the falcon today. That one's been popping up for you quite a bit. Yeah. I think it's also like, remember when I said that, like, the more you're going to trust yourself, the more that you build that relationship with spirit to help you, like, make better decisions and stuff like that. Uh, you know, like also, this is a good example. Literally, if you guys haven't paid attention every week, I say a bunch of shit and then Claire comes in and validates every fucking thing I said with her tarot. I'm not even in the same room as her, you know, like. I didn't even read it until now. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, like I had no, I have no idea what those cards are, what they say, and and, and that's I why I forgot all of the runes. Like I had no idea that was Odin. That blew we're me probably away. funny because like at the end, every time you do the tarot, we're both just like, whoa, I know. Bro, my we're dad. our we're our own biggest fans. <laughs> Good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, this is probably a long one, but whatever, guys, it's a big one, and that's fine. And I'm okay with it. Uh, so I'm, uh, that's, I think we're going to go into the closing. So yeah, thanks for watching. We hope that this resonates with you. And if you are looking for more, please consider booking a combined session with both, both, both of us. With yeah. both of us. Yeah. If you're needing some guidance or insight in your life and a, a booking a sacred soul coaching session will set you in that right direction. Our years of combined experience and knowledge makes for a magical journey. We also offer our own individual services. I really fucking recommend Claire for her medium services. Like she's always going to give you fucking goosebumps. And I love like all the shit we talked about, about like digging into like who you are and yada, yada. That's where I like, I love that. Like I love Mm -hmm to help you like peel the layers back of like who you really are. Um, you guys, please support our podcast by liking, sharing, subscribing, commenting, and you can also even donate to help us keep making this podcast better and better with every episode. The links to our payment information is within the description box below. And uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I have my new. Never mind. Nope. That's that's already done. <laughs> um. Yeah, guys, bear with us. We're trying to. Um. Uh, fuck. Hang on. I want to talk about Awaken the Witch, guys, because it's coming up so freaking quick, and it is at the end of this month. Um. On the twenty eighth, please make sure tickets are pre-sell only. You yeah, can't you get in day up. of. Yeah. You cannot show up without a ticket and be like, let me in. Yep. So you got to get them before. Um, and this is going to have, there's, there's so many amazing just vendors. We have, we have henna. We have the voodoo girl. Her name is Claire. <laughs> she makes fucking voodoo dolls and they're so cute. I want the same one so bad. Um, Aquaribath. Um, yeah, there's so many vendors that are going to be speaking, so fucking good. Speaking of divination, like we literally have like almost every type of divination exactly. person that you can think Come of. Sample it all. It's amazing. And we also have uh, food and entertainment. We have belly dancers. I'm really yeah. excited about that because I really wanted belly dancers. And just live music and connection. And it's a full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. Like, come yeah. on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. And yeah, Claire and so. I are doing a really cool ritual at the end as well. So that you have to get a VIP ticket for. And those yeah. are almost freaking gone, guys. Like there's not many yeah. of those left. So get them while they're there. Yes. Um, and if you are listening to this, that means that the podcast that I was on with Spicoli and DT is out. So please make sure that you are checking that out. It is called the Good Life Podcast with 
Macaulay and DT, I think. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, it's about me and it's weird and then I don't know how it's going to turn out. So, yay. <laughs> I've already did it, but I don't remember. So hopefully everything's great and we love you and thank you for watching and we are done. Oh, thank you. Okay. Bye.